And right now, the people at home can't see it, but Ian and Jonathan are really uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Behind the Sins, presented by CinemaSins. Welcome to Behind the Sins, a weekly look at everything going on inside the world of CinemaSins. I'm Ian Whittington, doing my best Aaron Dicer impression, and this week I'm joined by fellow Baffle Gabbers, Jonathan Watkins. Hello, hello. And Daniel Cardoso. Hi there. We, we write for Cinema Sins and TV Sins and do various things inside the Cinema Sins universe as well. Hi there. That was almost seductive. Was it meant to be? No, it wasn't. It just kind of went that direction. It's just the mood. <laughs> so that's the oh, fr- Friday morning mood right there. This is how Daniel wakes up on Fridays. He wakes up. <laughs> I'm not going to finish that <laughs> sentence. How are we doing, guys? Good. The, the weird thing is, like, we have to do that three times. So we do that when we first get on the call. We do a how are you doing, guys, when we do behind behind the scenes for the live chat. And then in the actual show, Aaron needs to tighten up how we do the intro to this show. It's clunky. We should It should just be a never-ending conversation so we never say hello or goodbye. It's just continual. It's uh... Even, like, between episodes? Yes. Even between episodes. <laughs> it's, also been a, it's been a little quiet because, like, Aaron's gone, been gone this week, and then I'll be gone next week. And then Chris was gone, like, the week before. So, I don't know. It's just, like, it's uh, it's summer, so, you know, people are taking their vacations. and How dare they take uh, vacation? I don't know that it's... I don't know this is something added more work, but it just feels like it's more quiet. Mm. Like, there's not as many people jumping on Slack and stuff. That makes sense. Just, uh, and it's weird, like, everyone's yeah. on vacation, but I'm the one that didn't write anything this week. <laughs> I'm, I'm the only one that actually <laughs> yeah. had yeah. time off from writing. It's because, it's because, Ian, we do things in advance. Exactly. Uh, if you didn't know that. Nope. And, uh... <laughs> no, we write things the day before they're due on, on, on the channel, uh, and that never ever to. goes wrong. <laughs> no, that well, terrifies the day before. Me. We used to do, like, the week before, and I still can't believe that, that worked. Uh, Crazy. Because you just had to hope that you didn't get a, you know, claim or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then if you did, you had to scrounge for something else. Yeah. Well, lots to get into this week, so let's head into the Sinside Scoop. What's he building in there? I've got a secret. Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. This is a true story. We look at the videos from the week, the process of sending them, and how we felt about the show slash movie in general. Um... Let's mix it up and start with Cinema Sins. No, I'm kidding. That would freak Aaron out. If I changed the order that we did the videos in, <laughs> well, it he would ruin edit it. So. <laughs> no, I know. Hey, man, I almost want to do it. No, let's start with Commercial Sins. Um, Life. Life Serial with Little Mikey. This was a Watkins um, script. Um, This is a serial? Yes. I don't know yes. that we have life over here. You might not. I, I don't even know. Like I, I, I mean, I think they still make it. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> I actually hope not because you like personally attacked them in this video. Oh, it's all in good fun. <laughs> no, yeah, it still exists. Um, yeah, it's just a, it's a, it's like a, I don't know. It's, it's just kind of like a, I'm trying, I don't know what you guys have. So I'm trying to think of what to, it's it kind of looks like shredded wheat or like, yeah, it's kind of similar to that things. doesn't have a lot of flavor and it's actually not bad. I mean, I was just, you know, that's our narrator is supposed to hate everything. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think I, that that was uh, an incorrect assessment on the uh, on the flavor. <laughs> I mean, and, uh, I've never really like. I'm not positive I've ever and, uh, eaten it. So and I can tell you because that's oh, a bad for breakfast <laughs> this morning. That's amazing. Nice. Daniel nice. has just pulled out a box of Life cereal, who I've just noticed haven't changed their packaging since this commercial release. <laughs> that looks exactly the same. Well, then how would you describe it, Daniel? It is that's like a, kind of like a shredded wheat. 
or yeah. like checks? Do you guys have checks? No, no. Oh, you don't have checks yeah. mix or anything? What? No, we don't. And I've only just, I only worked out a few weeks ago that what checks mix is because, well, it was a couple of months ago when I was staying with Aaron because he or his wife makes a checks mix. And I was like, wait, this is cereal. <laughs> he was like, yeah, that's what it, that's what it is. And I was like, how this is odd? Yeah. It is. No, I've never completely understood Chex Mix, but I know, like, Jeremy's really into it, too. Like, I think he has a Chex Mix that he makes every holiday mm. or something. Interesting. Uh, but, yeah, just, that's never been like a thing. It, huh? Right? Yeah. Is, it, is it, like, there's, is it like, the, like, you, like, season it and, like... Yeah, like, I think they actually, like, flavors. it's stuff. not just, like, throwing Chex and peanuts and pretzels together. I think they actually, they actually take some... There's some science to they it. They season it. Or however you say it, I don't know. I, I I've never made it, so uh, well, if we've ever had it, it's because we bought it. But uh, it usually works. You can get prepackaged. Uh, it's a pretty popular thing, especially around the holidays. Uh, Daniel, did you know about this commercial? No, no, I had no, <laughs> no idea. <laughs> so this was a commercial. Uh, wait, wait, the commercial. Uh, yeah. Well, let's say I knew about it. I'd never seen it. You've but you've heard of Mikey, like you knew yes. that whole. Yeah, so this was a commercial that came out like 78, I think I found out. But it played like, I, I remember this like playing all through my childhood. So I'm pretty sure they just ran with this. And they could have had different variations on it, kind of like we get different progressive insurance commercials for like <laughs> 10 years or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so they could have had different variations on it. In fact, I, I feel like they did one when Mikey was older to kind of like, it was like it was a legit Oh, like commercial. a little back thing? Yeah, I, I feel like that might have happened, but I could be wrong. I could be imagining that. I could have wanted that to happen. Well, it did now. What was it like to, to ride on it? Yeah, it was cool. I mean, this is like, uh, I, I like to try to throw some of the older ones in sometimes. I, I, I don't know how well they do. I mean, we did Where's the Beef? That might have been like the oldest one we had done mm. up to this point, which that was a real popular one in the 80s too. Um, so this one was just one that, you know, just made sense. It was funny, like watching it and realizing like how awful their plan was. Like they like clearly <laughs> did not understand Pick the wrong how, guinea to, uh, how to how to test a theory. So I, I had a lot of fun with that. Also, the for for those that don't know the urban legend, there was an urban legend that the kid that played Mikey uh, drank soda and pop rocks and died. Uh, <laughs> what? What a specific? You never heard about what this is... urban legend, Ian? Really? I don't know how urban legends, American urban legends, you know, venture some out. Some of them, some of them venture out and translate, but I've never heard this one. The movie Urban Legend from nineteen from the late nineties, the horror movie. Like this is one they even mention in that. That's so funny. But yeah, that was just like there was so this when I was a kid, I remember this. It was like people would dare you to like take pop rocks and then yeah. drink soda. And they so stayed. that didn't happen. No, I'm guessing. Slash no, it didn't happen. But that's why I I had to get that in there somehow. And that is so, oddly specific. That's amazing. So that's why at the end I was like, you know, why not pop rocks? You know, that's kind of where I went. So I was just trying to throw that in for oh uh, that, for the for the five people that get that they will love it. I, I mean, I feel like of... more. I, I feel like people my age and maybe even I, I don't know urban legends. It just kind of depends on where you where you live. Like what urban legends mm. I think you you hear about. Uh, How do and they it's work? obviously not. It's probably not of the status of like the the caller from the other room or no. uh, the hook, you know, the hook hand and all that kind of stuff. But I don't know. It's one I've 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 heard my whole life. So and I like I said, when we were kids and, and this first rumor first happened. I remember that was like a that was it. And people still ate Pop Rocks. That was kind of a dare. It didn't tank Do their Pop shares. Do Pop Rocks still or... exist, Daniel? Can you pull some Pop Rocks out and show them to us? 
Well, I mean, I, you say that. I actually, I mean, I have <laughs> oh my nerds, God. which are very similar. They are. They are nerds. Are, very, very nerds sim- are more of a straight-up candy. The Pop Rocks are the ones, though, that like they pop in your mouth, right? It's been yeah. a long time since I've I, had them. I literally have some downstairs, and I wish I'd had the foresight to know oh, that we hilarious. were going to be talking about them. I haven't seen no. nerds in forever, to be honest. Nerds are so good. They are my weakness. There was I'm a nerd such cereal. Such a child. There was a nerd cereal like in the 80s or 90s. Oh, and it was man, like, that's just going to, the color was just divided leak. down the middle and you'd have a flavor over here and a flavor over here. Like you'd have chocolate and you'd have orange or whatever. That's like, weird. Like puffs, like little round puffs. Yeah. I feel like making cereal out of candy is just encouraging you to eat too much of that candy because I'll have like a big bowl of cereal. It won't be like a little situation. That's, man, that's. Cereals why. are different now. Like they still have like all the classics, like Frosted Flakes and Lucky Charms. But I don't feel like you get like the. You don't really get like the movie tie-ins and stuff like you used to. Like we we had like, like no. there was like a Gremlin cereal and like an ET cereal. Yeah, because we don't do breakfast anymore. We skip it. That's why. Well, Daniel, what were your thoughts on the video? I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, the cereal or the, the video? The uh, <laughs> I enjoyed the cereal less after watching the video. Oh um, no! <laughs> because because that that cardboard reference it it's not that off. It, no. I mean it's it's like lightly sugared uh cardboard so it's a bit of a corrugated uh flavor mm-hmm. to it now now that uh, it's in my mind but when you get older like especially my age that's the kind of cereal i eat now because mm-hmm. i can't really it <laughs> can't nope. really handle can't get anything. the sugary stuff yeah you have so fiber i have to I, but i do put like a sugar substitute on it like you know not life specifically but whatever cereal i choose uh i will put like splenda on it or mm. that's an exciting story let's let's dive deeper splendid into sugar substitutes and flavorless cereal let's let's do the rest of the show sugar substitutes (laughs) all right uh, let's regroup i'm gonna regroup here um well i didn't remember the commercial but i remember the reference to mikey just because i like i was a picky eater Mm -hmm. and like people would constantly make that reference like every time i said i didn't want something so like that was so i just knew of it because of uh, the adults Uh that you know like oh mikey he won't. He doesn't need <laughs> anything. Adults are mean. <laughs> yeah. No, they can be. That's so sure. I'm sure my daughter would say the same thing about me. Yeah. So, yeah. But the sins that I enjoyed were just the the, <laughs> the first one where the the kids are like, "What is this stuff?" And it's just like, "This is fucking cereal," and you know that. <laughs> <laughs> You're just being an asshole. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Maybe that's why the comments got turned off. It's oh, like not only is it kids, yes. but they're they're like they're like chastising these children hurling abuse at innocent kids from the <laughs> 70s and then yeah there is a like i mean so many references there's the the uh when when you bring life home don't tell kids it's one of those nutritional cereals and the uh, sin is is this commercial for a cereal oh for cereal or for you lying to your children i find the latter more interesting and more tasty <laughs> wait <laughs> which was like I feel like that probably got the uh, comments turned off right there. (laughs) Use children and tasty in the same (laughs) sentence. Uh The the last one I had was uh, when he's like, he won't eat it. He hates everything. And it's like, first, clearly he doesn't hate everything because he's still alive, which means he's eaten plenty in his years (laughs) on earth, which is just like a great point about language, about like how Mm. we use it. And it's like we have all these sort of absolute comments that that don't, don't leave any room for the like the nuance of life really and uh and i think that it's probably like making us a little bit dumb as a as a culture like he hates he hates everything like he won't eat it not just because he hates this particular food but he hates everything like 
food, the earth, the solar system. He hates everything. Existence so he will himself, <laughs> his own clothes, his so parents, you think, everything. You think the those table. Uber Eat commercials where they're eating pro- they're eating paper towels and stuff? That's probably actually happening. Like that's what society. I mean, we're maybe not years I away think from. We're that. close to it. I think there <laughs> wasn't there a disclaimer on that one, like on the commercial. Oh, yeah, please oh, don't actually eat yeah, these things. Absolutely might there be. was. So if that's there, that means that at least one person didn't read that, and they probably did uh, toilet paper. So I just think you have to change your name at that point, though. Like this is a whole other conversation, but I would think if you're going to start selling everything, you need a better like Uber yes. deliveries or something. Mm. No, I think so. It's not often that you get a Guillaume Beret um, shout out in a Sims video, and I just I didn't know I I looked up like. <laughs> What kind of diseases can bad milk cause? <laughs> That's amazing. Um, the only reason like that really sung to me is because Guillain-Barre was always the disease that it wasn't in-house. It was like their first diagnosis was always lupus or Guillain-Barre. And it was never, ever, really? ever I didn't of remember those things. That. Oh, yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, it was hilarious. like, just rule it out. Like, if you're mentioning it, just chuck it out of the window because you're going to waste the first 15 minutes of the show on that <laughs> and it will always end up being hepatitis or something that's like hilarious. that. So funny. Well... I think somebody said on Patreon, if you don't like, I guess there are other ways to get milk than like a traditional like gallon. Like you could have bottles or you could have, which I mean, bottles you keep in the bottle, but you could, but somebody said they, like you have, if you had milk in a bag, which I didn't even know was a thing. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, it's heard a, of that. It's a Canada yeah. thing, I think, where they have yeah. it in a sack or a bag. So maybe, it's maybe that's great. like a situation because you would have to pour it in something, but still, I don't know. I would just, I would get an empty gallon jug and pour it in that and put it mm-hmm. in the fridge, but that's just me. Well, that is Milk Chap, so let's move into TV Sins. Starting off with Rick and Morty as we continue through Season 3. Uh, episode 2, Rick Mancing the Stone, which was a Cardoso Dicer script. Um, Daniel, kick us off. Danny C. Danny C. Big D. DC Comics. I don't know that I want to be called Big D. <laughs> no, maybe not. Like, that's a, not, not mm. in America. DC Comic would be a great stand-up name for you. Wow. Wow, that is that is good. Uh, <laughs> it would. Oh my god. I feel like I DC need comic. to launch that career now just because of that. <laughs> that is your stage name. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Much appreciated. Um so what's the deal with Rick and Morty? Um <laughs> uh, so <laughs> I just got here and boy is my teleportation gun tired. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Here's the bad stand-up. We'll, we'll stop there. <laughs> I think oh, I might man. have said this on the show before, but I'm, I am a pretty big Rick and Morty fan. So I think whenever I'm writing on these scripts, it's always a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always a good time and a difficult time to like. It's a bit of a different headspace, and you know, just like in terms of um, like criticizing a show that is so self-aware. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I I particularly enjoyed this episode because Mad Max Fury Road is one of my probably one of my top ten movies of all time. Nice. So just yeah, uh, the fact that they just went so deep into into parody of that was really was really fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to the point of why is this called Rick Manson the Stone? It really shouldn't shouldn't be. <laughs> it's probably like one of those things where they just they just felt like it was like too heavy. Like they were uh, like they had already went so hard into into like parodying Mad Max that mm. it, it's almost funny. It's like sort yeah. of a joke that they didn't even they're, they're like not acknowledging what they're doing sort of that like, actually like, makes total sense that, yeah. that, that definitely checks out because that, that's like something we would do 
That's true. Uh, Some of the sins I liked when it was a summer's like, I, I fucking love post-apocalyptic versions of Earth. And the sin is people that believe in climate change, but still don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, that that one was mine. And it just uh, it came to me in the moment that because like the the whole like conversation about climate change is generally like people believe it or they don't believe it or saying it's not true. But like, I think there is a subset of people that believe it, but are just like, and what like why like why do i care I think and you may find that's more people than you think <laughs> yeah or, or like uh, how am i going to help that kind of thing it's just more yeah, exactly other people kind of will apathy. take care of it i don't have to mess with uh-huh. it yeah so i yeah. wanted to give them a shout out i wanted them to know that I, I i see them <laughs> that's almost worse right because oh yeah at least if somebody worst. doesn't believe it no matter how ridiculous that is at least like they're just they're standing by their convictions right uh doesn't yeah. make it okay but it's still like i don't know that's less annoying to me than people that do know what's happening and won't just you know put a bottle in the right place you know <laughs> <laughs> what is that place <laughs> what, what place <laughs> what's what's the right place jonathan up their own judgmental ass <laughs> There you go. I am. I the most annoying thing for me about that whole debate is that we are still using the word believe, as if belief has anything to do with it. Science. No, but I mean, but that is no. But I'm saying. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like that shouldn't even be part of it. it the, like, you shouldn't, shouldn't even say be I believe in something that actually exists. Yeah, it's like yeah, I be- you haven't like I argument. believe that there's a laptop in front of me. I really do. It's not a matter of belief. I have the evidence that it is there. Um, but what so, if yeah, it's not? interesting? But it is. Um, <laughs> that laptop so, might not be there. I could be, you know, you don't know. Um, man, if I, well, I, as is the theme today, is to just reach for things <laughs> that, that we mention. Here is my laptop. It's good podcast Amazing. material to show things. Yeah, we should not do that. Um, Jonathan, your thoughts on the episode? Yeah, um, I. Uh, it was funny when we first. I wasn't. I didn't. I hadn't looked at the calendar, the invite to see who wrote on what when I first started going through these, and and then I was trying to remember if. It was possible I'd written on this one, which is really sad. <laughs> that happens. I've written on a lot Rick of Rick and Morty's, and mm-hmm. so I think that's probably. But uh, but I I realized I was like I don't because I don't even remember this. Like I I'm seeing every episode, but like I for some reason I didn't remember this one at all. So it was it was fun to watch it uh, again uh, and see the the video was really funny. But uh, yeah, I as I've said many times, I Rick and Morty's great. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if there's anything else to be said about that. This looked like a really funny episode uh like most of them are uh getting to resend the toe bending i thought was great because i remember that (laughs) and once again because i said whenever this was like early on in the show's history we talked about this i want to make it very clear send those picks to dicer do not send them to me (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. and don't do it on twitter either yeah keep this private Uh i don't want to i don't want to see any of that um no offense i just i don't like looking at feet but that's just me i'm the anti (laughs) i'm the opposite of quentin tarantino it's it's not it's not just you jonathan there are plenty of us that feel the same way (laughs) my question Um, that is 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 that a email is that like where does that go where does that route to because i I wasn't even aware of that until i read the script so early on and behind the sense history Danae started just creating anytime we would come up with an email she would create it I don't know I don't know how many still exist but I'm pretty sure that one does I've seen Uh, the list and I think yeah pretty much all of them do so it's like send Jonathan a blanket is one of them or teach Jonathan how blankets work yeah yeah because i told a story about how i had a i had one of those like snuggies or whatever and when i stepped up i was still in the blanket so i just (laughs) fell over it was was like an episode of the flintstones or something um this never gets old no it really doesn't no i mean i still i think that's hilarious like i couldn't like 
I was so upset my wife didn't see it happen because we needed that on video. Um, I love the uh, just the term wind salts, W-I-N-D, you know, yep. wind salts. Nice. My D's not coming across. Uh, <laughs> writers thinking someone could be this bad at business and also have a taint washer. Uh, was <laughs> That was a weird one to write. Yeah. Yeah, I bet. And like the lead-in on that one was really dark because yeah, the the uh the joke in uh the rick and morty because he's talking about slavery so like that was a really fun one uh <laughs> i was a bit worried about it. i was like i don't know if they're gonna put this one in but you guys let me do it uh so thank you yep. nice <laughs> i like to connect all those themes and right now the yep. people at home can't see it but ian and jonathan are really uncomfortable <laughs> I was about okay. to say, on behalf of Aaron, um, he says, you're welcome. Um, oh, you, you guys... <laughs> because I know he was reviewing the script. <laughs> Amazing. Um, this is exactly how I eat spaghetti and meatballs. Like, I I eat, the, I, I eat them separately. I eat the meatballs. Actually, no, I usually eat the spaghetti first, and then I eat all of the meatballs at the end, because that's the best part. And then I scoop up yeah. the leftover sauce. But I apparently that, a is, lot. that I think, is wrong. I think there's a lot of foods that people do stuff like that with i just felt called out by the video that was all well i'm sure that felt like an aaron thing but i don't know daniel could have was, was it and was it aaron and daniel that wrote i'm this? willing to bet that yeah aaron and daniel wrote it i'm willing to bet aaron wrote, wrote yeah that one. he wrote the peanut butter and jelly one too right yes. oh for sure yeah without a doubt he's super weird about that which i don't understand because the peanut butter and the jelly are going to connect so i don't know why yeah. Well, that, that man has made me a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and it took an hour and a half. I was like, I'm not hungry anymore. But it, was, it was very, very thorough. I'm, I'm over the peanut butter and jelly at this point. He's like, he's like, Monk, he's like Adrian Monk. He like gets one slide wrong, so he throws the bread away and yes, then gets another one. again. Why have you gone through three uh, loaves of bread? Amazing. Um, yeah, the toe flexing I had as well. That was a really fun callback. Um, the offense taken at Armathy. And then the original was like, I could tell this was Aaron being punny, I imagine. Um, with sleeve jobs and hand squish them and almonds, and but he, he missed out almond Van Halen. Um, just well, that was, that was right there that he missed it. Um, yeah, and narrating your whipping is only acceptable if you have a problem and you whip it good. Um, I love an Austin Powers. I have to ask the question: the uh, I did not get the hand squish them Anderson Anderson and Armsen. Like, what name is that supposed to be playing off of? <laughs> what was it again? Hand, hand, arms. I've just deleted hands, my notes. Hands, Squishem and hand, Armson. Um, hands, Squishem and yeah, Armson. Hands, Squishem and Armson. Um, I don't know either. I just I thought it was really funny. Yeah, I don't. I have no idea. <laughs> I wish Aaron was here. He is no doubt screaming if he ever listens. Um, but until I get a message from Aaron, um, let's move in to Umbrella Academy. Um, we only see each other at weddings and funerals, which was a Watkins Hughes script. Um. Jonathan, take us away. Umbrella Academy. This is I've seen. Um, I have not watched any of the new season, but I've I've seen the first two seasons of the show, and I really really like this cast. Um, mm. I think they are fun. They play off each other. They actually feel like brother and sisters, even though technically mm. they aren't in the show either because they were all adopted. But they feel like people that have grown up together and have gotten tired of a lot of things, you know, um, mm -hmm. if you grew up in a household with siblings. Um, but I just, I don't, it's weird. It's I was talking to Danae about this because she was asking me some stuff about it when we were writing. And I'm just like, I don't know that I actually really like the show that much. But 
I have watched 20 episodes of it, so but I don't even know if I'm going to watch the third season. Like I've kind of mm-hmm. just I, I haven't made that decision yet. Or if I do, it's going to probably be a minute. Um, but it's got a great cast. I think the cast is is, is fun. Mm-hmm. It was uh it was fun doing this just because this was something that wasn't Rick and Morty, Disney, or Marvel. I mean, uh, Marvel or Star Wars. Yeah, uh, it's totally different. But if you watch the uh the the viewer count uh now you know why we typically only do star wars Mar- no it's it's doing okay it's not it's it's completely average pretty much yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's not, not like it's, it's not tanking but we should just do rick and morty exclusively honestly <laughs> i think even if we re-released episodes we'd already done they would still do well and it's still funny because we almost didn't do that like we were like we were like, I don't think we could do this. I think I don't remember who was the one that was, you know, no one was against it, but we were just like, I don't know if this is going to work. Thankfully, we did it. No, Umbrella Academy, yeah. So this was just, we thought we'd see how it did because the third season was coming out. I, th- I feel like this is also a show that was super popular in its first year, but then like the second season, I think, I, I feel like some of that's dipped off to the point where I f- kind of forgot it was even being released. Um, yeah, so, but no, it was fun. Uh, Danae and I had fun with it. Um, I don't know that there's anything like, I mean, it follows a kind of pretty... S- you know, it sets up like kind of a, maybe there's a murder mystery, maybe there's not, but then it also sets up this mystery of uh, what's going to happen in the future and kind of sets up what the whole season's going to be about them trying to prevent this like annihilation or whatever this, it uh, feels a little apocalypse. bit like heroes kind of yeah, set a little up bit. where, you know, the world is going to end and superpowered people try and save it. Although I guess that's the plot to every yeah like, comic book movie ever. That's well. true. I also think it's odd though their team is like as a team like their powers don't necessarily like really play off each other that well like there's that scene Mm. in the bank and I'm just like like they should already be done with this but they're like giving everybody a chance to use their power to do something (laughs) like it doesn't make any sense like (laughs) no there's like three or four robbers like this should be over and yeah and especially because you're you know you're going to get people killed and you know all kinds of stuff if you just keep Mm -hmm. going but 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 we have to have the guy disappear and then hit him with a of hit course, him st- hit him with a staple or whatever. So, yeah. but uh, yeah, no, but it was fun to do. Uh, I'm, I, I hope people enjoy it. Um, I will go next. Yeah, never watched the show. Um, remember being kind of excited about it when it launched, and then this was right at the phase where I was realizing that Netflix takes its sweet ass time to release mm-hmm. shows. Like there are so many gaps between series, and I thought, you know what, I'm going to end up rewatching this in the future. So I'm going to wait until more seasons have come out and then I'll rewatch it all at once. Um, the problem with that is that you never end up watching the show like now. I've never ended up watching the show. Um, similar thing happened with Stranger Things. Um, and I don't think I will. Like the buzz about it just hasn't been oomphy enough for me to like get yeah. invested, especially when this type of like property is so saturated in the market. Like I'm consuming so much um, comic book superhero type yeah. stuff. In order for it to be kind of something I'm going to invest in on a whim, I kind of need to know it's got some buzz about it. I got burnt by what's that show? Ju- Jupiter, um... Jupiter's Legacy or something, maybe. I think it was Jupiter's Legacy. Yeah, yeah. And I really liked it, and they cancelled it, and I was like, "Well, they cancelled that." I'm just finding this out now. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it as well. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I thought it was great, super original. Apparently, they're doing some spin-off of it about something i'm not interested in instead of doing a season two so oh are you I talking, don't know. Well, it's another it's another is it mark millar i think that does that so it's an i think it's another one of his properties but it, yeah could, it, but it might be connected i don't know it's in the universe but totally yeah. separate to all of these people i'm like well fine so yeah i guess i've been burnt one too many times no, um, i hear you in ter- terms of the sins video yeah man the, this 
unsurprisingly, it didn't go anywhere to helping me work out what was going on in the show or like what this is really about. Um, I felt the violin sing quite deeply because I, I think I've told the story where I got rejected from playing the violin because they handed me a violin. I played three notes and they said no. Well, you're gonna have to try out for something else. I was like, but this is why I want lessons. If I can go in able to play the violin, why wow, do I need crazy. lessons, man? So dumb, so so frustrating. Um, they were looking for some natural talent or superpower. I apparently. guess. Um, I'm taking the car, says the kid who can teleport. Um, just made me <laughs> chuckle. <laughs> That's very very true. Um, and acknowledging that the wind would not be ideal when scattering the ashes of your loved one. I was like, no. That's a terrible idea. That's that's you do not want the wind. Just scatter them more carefully. Um, but yeah, so super, super fun to see in this video, uh, Daniel. I, I yeah, I pretty much had the the same uh, experience with it that you uh, that you did, Ian. Um, I I think I watched like the first two episodes, like when it came out, and then I it just got away from me. I, like I was watching some other shows at the time, and then I I just never like circled back to it, but. Uh, and yeah, I think that the similar nature to a lot of like other properties made it not as appealing, but I did enjoy it, but I do remember enjoying the show. Um, I think th- like the two characters that stood out for me were uh, number five and, and Klaus. Mm-hmm. So it's like the, the kid that teleports and is like doing his time travel stuff. And uh, I don't remember what does, what was Klaus's power again? The... He can talk to, uh, he can talk to like dead people and stuff. Oh, like he okay. Can, yeah. Which I don't know how that helps in a bank robbery situation. I really don't. But... <laughs> Unless there's just... some hostages that have already been I, killed. I guess, and you're like, who did it? Which one's the robber? Which one shot you? <laughs> <laughs> but the, in the, the sins, I like the wind one, which Ian already pointed out. That was mm. one of the top ones. And did, did either you guys bring up the stapler? I, no. I just mentioned that yeah. that scene, like just how silly that scene was that they all had to wait to use their each of these powers. But I and I just yeah. randomly mentioned. Yeah, the, the sin is just like it was it's, the setup is that's one badass stapler. But if I can take a stapler to the forehead and not pass out, a burglar could do the same. Um, <laughs> I was wondering, did that did that happen? Uh, I, I, well, <laughs> I didn't ask. I mean, Danae wrote that. I did not ask her if that was an actual. I was just thing, wondering the story behind that. Yeah. I mean, it's Danae, so I wouldn't be shocked. But knowing Danae, I imagine that story is real. But I think she switched the narrator, so I imagine it was actually Aaron that took the stapler to the head Maybe. from Danae, and she knows that he survived it. Um, is is how I imagine that story went. <laughs> And that's probably why they did it. Like, it was probably a test. You know, like, mm-hmm. I wonder if I could uh, <laughs> not have any head injuries if you hit me with a stapler. Hey, Aaron, we're planning to rob a bank. We need to try out some <laughs> eventualities just in case you get hit in the head with a stapler. And the, uh, the, the, last, <laughs> the last thing that I, the lesson I wanted to point out was the one where there's a fight in the courtyard and Luther accidentally punches a statue in the crotch. And uh, <laughs> the sin is just punching your dead sibling statue in the dick. I just love those sort of matter-of-fact matter ones where it's just too. like yeah those are fun you just see something that. and you're just like i just have to point that out really that's all, that's all i have to <laughs> like, do <laughs> as if it's as if it's the most common thing in the world that happens every day it's like man i hate it when people accidentally punch their dead sibling statues in the crotch <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing okie dokie let's head into cinema sins i am so so excited to talk about this one and we're starting off with the Batman. 
Um, this is an Atkinson Scott OG crew script, and it is so funny. This video is so, so good. But before we talk about that, I'm going in to talk about the Batman. And my God, is this film boring? <laughs> I really, really wanted to... I was so positive going in. I was like, it's fine. Doesn't matter that it's three hours. Robert Pattinson looks fantastic as the Batman. I like that we're seeing the Riddler. I love Paul Dano. I don't understand where Colin Farrell is in this film, but I really, really like the idea of this movie. Um, and it just bored the tits off me. And the score is incredible. It's fantastic. It's the only thing that kept me going. And it's just, I, I get that people love it because it's like the first, oh, Batman is a detective movie. But he's only a detective because everyone else is so bad at being a detective. And I, I swear it's Alfred that actually does most of the detectiving. And it's just, for me, it was just so pondery and and self-indulgent that it lost any fun or character. But that's me probably being too miserable about the movie. Um, but I think the guys did a great, great, great job of, of sinning it. Um, I absolutely died with the two Little Caesars jokes. Mm-hmm. Um so so good murders robbery assault little caesars it's so so great and then everyone's in on it the police the courts <laughs> little caesars and man they had like a real issue with like skylights in in this sims video didn't they like i didn't realize how often skylights appear in batman things but when i thought back to like the animated series there's a lot of skylight crashing in that as well like gotham has for like a, a place that is mostly rainy there's a lot of skylights that don't seem to be necessary at all. It's really weird, too, how you never know the sins that are going to cause the most commotion in the comments and stuff. But <laughs> that one definitely. Yes. People like, there's crank systems, dumbass. It's, it can work. You can use two ropes. It's okay. <laughs> there absolutely is a stick with a hook on it. I think that was one. Of... <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, which is not what she does. This is what we're sending. She All of the things you're listing. She does not do any of them. No. She tugs down a rope that she was on. Um, and gradually exaggerating how long the movie is, just gradually saying, this four-hour movie, mm. this seven-hour movie, um, was great, because that's exactly how it felt. Uh, Jonathan, what were your thoughts on the Batman um, in the video? I don't disagree with a lot you're saying. I, I like the movie a little. I, I think there's enough, but I still, it's it's too long, and um, and you're right about the, deta- I, th- that whole thing about he's never shown as the world's greatest detective. Well, this was supposed to be year two, so he wouldn't have been the world's greatest detective now anyways. But mm-hmm. um, I, I just think that gets overblown a little bit. And I mean, if you really want to see that, just, I don't know, read the comics. Um, but, uh, but I, and that's the other thing. Like, I mean, he is a really good detective, but I just, I just, I, that, that's definitely, that's, that gotten way overblown. Uh, mm-hmm. That just, it's kind of become the thing people have, like, like, I think people complain about that. So I'll complain about it too. Pretty um, much. I did like the aesthetic though of I love him walking on the into cr- the crime scene with Gordon. There's mm, something that about actually was that original when he's like walking through all the police are looking at him and questioning why he's there. Rightfully so, questioning why he's there. By the way, like Gordon mm-hmm. is out of his mind. It's like how did you ever become commissioner? Oh, it's uh, crazy pulling crap like this. But um, I will also say one other thing that bothered me about this movie, uh, other than it being too long. Uh, well, there's a couple things. Riddler is interesting, kind of. I, maybe there is a Riddler arc that I'm not aware of where he's the Zodiac killer, but I'm not positive <laughs> that's ever happened in the comics. But if you're going to do that, that's fine, but like at least stick to it because then when you get to that point, which uh, that's some of my favorite sins, when you get to the point where his final thing is he's going to drown Gotham, that mm-hmm. seems more like something the Riddler in the comics would do. Yeah. Not like a 
you know, a serial killer sending letters and stuff to the Well Jim Carrey's Riddler. Yeah. Is it is it canon that uh Gotham is below sea level? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> it is now. <laughs> it's also across the bay from Metropolis, if you didn't know. Um uh-huh. according to other movies. But uh yeah. the other thing, the mass shooting scene in this movie is really weird and I haven't heard a lot of people. T- I I talked about this at Sin Week with Frank because I I know he kind of felt the same. So I don't care that the movie did this. I mean, you can have. I mean, there's mass shootings in a lot of movies, and I don't think about it. But for some reason in this one, um, just the fact of what happened in real life at the Dark Knight Rises theater, you know, the theater that where the people got killed when Dark Knight mm-hmm. Rises came out, yeah. it just it just felt odd, like almost what, in poor taste, doesn't it? Yeah, but and they're not in a theater or anything. I mean, obviously, if it had been in a theater, so that would have been poor taste. I mm-hmm. mean, they're in you know they're in a different setting, but still, that's yeah. just immediately that's where my brain went, and so I was like, I'm really uncomfortable right now. <laughs> like, I don't want to watch this anymore. <laughs> um, so that kind of took me out of the movie. So it's I I definitely liked it better than you. I didn't I didn't really dislike it, but uh, mm. I can't argue with a lot of the things you said. But it's not anything like it's probably not a movie I'm ever going to watch again. I I don't think. And that's what's really disappointing for yeah. me. Like, I I really love Batman. He's one of my favorite heroes, as he is for most for for a lot of people, I think. And I want Batman films to be rewatchable, and that's a tall order when you make them four and a half hours long. But four and a half hours long and not super engaging. I don't know. This feels like the opposite of an Obi Wan problem. Like, this felt like it would have been a really good six part miniseries as opposed to a, a huge film. Well, and I hate this. Like everything's got to be setting up some sort of franchise now or some sort of trip. Yeah. It's like, just make a movie like mm-hmm. uh, just, and, and then if it's, if it's, that, and, and I think like Batman begins, I could be wrong, but and I'm sure they were thinking about the possibility of sequels. I mean, they put that Joker card thing at the end of it, mm-hmm. but I still feel like Batman begins was just like a movie. Like they were just making a movie and then if totally. it did well, they would make some sequels. 100%. This really felt like they were setting up like 30 different things for us mm. to follow, you know, into the next film. And I'm just like, I think that's where a lot of the tiring stuff comes from. Yeah. It's just like, just, 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 just pick a, take a storyline. Someone even mentioned in the comments that the Riddler was acting more like Hush. And that's a good point because that's a Batman villain that nobody really knows. Mm. You know, just do, I don't know, just do a story. There's like so many Batman stories yes. out there. Just pick one and adapt it. I mean, that's all you got to do. And then it's crazy. It's going to make money. It's a Batman film. And then if you want to make a sequel to that, great. If you want to make a different Batman story in three years, that's cool too. Like, we don't Even really better. care. No. Yeah, uh, it's wild. That's a whole other conversation though. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daniel, thoughts on the movie and the Sims video? Yeah, I think we're all like pretty much in agreement about the about the movie. Uh, you guys covered a lot of what I was feeling about it too. Um, I don't... Let's see, I watched this like when it, right when it came out on uh, HBO Max. So mm-hmm. it wasn't that long ago, but uh, like there's so much in this movie I don't remember, which is <laughs> it, <laughs> not it's not uh-huh. really it's not a really great sign. Um, like I remember that it looked I enjoyed the look of it. There was a lot of uh, attention to the aesthetic and the the the, mm. the design of everything, mm-hmm. which I think was really cool. Uh, I mean, I love I love the Batmobile in this one. I had watched a bit of a behind the scenes on the uh, the, the uh, CG and effects, and like the lighting is really really cool in this movie. And some of it is like mm-hmm. they they filmed a lot of it like the Mandalorian on those the LED uh, stages. So like the rooftop scenes and whatnot mm-hmm. are like you 
get like these like beautiful sunsets and stuff like that they that they were able to do with that which i think was really cool but there there was like some weird things that just took me completely out of the movie like one of them was uh, that the chase scene with the penguin and uh mm. like that was such an intense moment batman in that moment is downright terrifying <laughs> and then mm-hmm. like the scene that follows that is almost like a comedic bit that they're doing between uh <laughs> the three characters there and like there was this weird juxtaposition there that just like i was like this doesn't feel like the same movie and doesn't and like they're both mm-hmm. good both pieces are good but they just don't feel like they belong yeah. together and yeah it feels fair. strange because that's like uh, penguin is not the big bad of this movie and i think that's why you have the best scene is that car chase and it's super climactic super tense but it doesn't matter because penguin isn't really the person we give a shit about in this movie so i think that's why it you're right it comes off as as very very jarring playing right off of that the one of the sins i want to point out was uh was about the chase we said we've slowed the footage here so you can process how the universe utterly gifted batman a sudden ramp here Ramp ex machina. I hate it. <laughs> At least in Dark Knight Rises, Batman shot a missile to detach the coupling and create the truck ramp. That happened so fast in the movie, but I, I, I when I saw it, I was just like, I was like, holy shit, that's ridiculous. <laughs> it's so dumb. Like it's dumb that it happens, and it's dumb that he reacts quick enough to take advantage of it. There could have just been a, a Batman survives this uh, sin yeah. because the, the like if that didn't happen, like he just crashes into like a pile of it it's immediately piles under the truck yeah that's wild uh one where it's uh it's weird to me that everyone's just gonna make the mayor elect who just got shot a minute ago walk her own walk on her own power through this water because that bothered me too when i was watching it like not only does she have to walk through the water but like she has an open bullet wound and this is like yeah this is like flood water is like some of the dirtiest water that yeah. exists, and it's just like uh-huh. we just walk with this open wound through the, <laughs> we just wade through this waist deep water with this wound and bacteria infested muck. I will say I love that scene of Batman leading everyone out of the under the red torch light out of the thing. So many shots that I wish weren't in the fucking trailer because it was like nothing was a shock when I came to watch the film. I was like I've seen. Even for a three-hour movie, I've managed to see almost everything in the trailer. Um, yeah, I'm not going to get on the dime. Was that the was that the first responder thing where they mm-hmm. took a scent off? Yeah, yeah. I guess that was cool. I I still find that odd though. Like, I, not not that like. I mean, you like what you like in a movie, but mm. I've seen a lot of people make a comment about that in uh, like non cinema sense related. And I mean, yeah, I I didn't mind it, but like, I just I don't know why that. I don't know why that makes it a better movie because they just decided to make Batman a first responder. Like that's just. I think it's because it's new. It's not something we I often guess. see. It's usually him fighting the big bad, but this is him. Oh, I see what you're kind saying. Kind of more just, of a grassroots, yeah. ground up, look after the people first. Usually, like yeah. fuck the people. I'm going to chase the one single bad guy. Yeah, that's like the, still escaping. like the end of the Avengers and <laughs> just exactly. Well, Man of Steel, exactly. Um, yes, <laughs> no, that's interesting. Fair. No, that's, that's a good point. It just didn't hit me the same for whatever reason. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't have a problem with it. Yeah. I was like, damn, Batman for saving people, but uh, <laughs> fuck you, a terrible dude. person. <laughs> I was just trying to figure out why that made it more, but I but what Ian's saying makes sense, so I'm I'm with that. I enjoyed it as a scene in the movie, but there was something about the progression of it that it felt like it felt like the movie should have ended already. Like it it just there was like to me there was like a bunch of false endings in this in this film, and like that always always annoys me. And so it's like 
I like the scene, but I didn't like where they put it in like how it how it came about. Totally get it. Totally get it. Somebody also mentioned in the comments that you're not my real dad thing. God, that was that was irritating. Like, <laughs> like just that just we tells Alfred, like that just comes yeah. out of nowhere. Like, you're not my dad. Like, just don't like, need on. it. Like, I want them to be buddies. Like, I don't need this artificial conflict between them. And I like uh, Pat. I, I think Pattinson did a really good job, and he mm-hmm. he could only do what he was working with. But yeah. some of the like super like emo stuff, I was kind of like, I don't like this very much. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't too like much. this. Yeah, too 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 much. Okay, let's move into Mitchell's versus the Machines. This was a Dicer Scott um, script. Um, has anybody seen Mitchell versus the Machines? I have not. No, I hadn't seen it. I've, I mean, obviously, I watched <laughs> the video. Amazing. So I guess I'll go first because that was yeah. going to be my launching point. Um, I haven't <laughs> seen it either. Movie looks great. What can I say? Like, it's um, this looks like an enjoyable movie. Um, you can tell the films that the writers really enjoy because there's a heck ton of sin removals and like almost every sin becomes a defense of the movie. It's like, no, 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 believe me, this movie's great, but this is wrong. Um, I love it when we get a little bit protective of the the properties that we're that we're sinning. Um, yeah, it looks like a looks like a good movie. I, I enjoyed it and and the Sims video. It got really good um, uh, ratings on IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes. So mm. it feels like people are uh, saying that this should have won the Oscar as opposed to Encanto. And I like Encanto, but I even though I haven't seen this movie, I kind of agree. I think it would have been nice to see something slightly more out of left field to win rather than your, your classic Disney mm-hmm. stuff. Um, what about this, Wick? Um, and I'm basing this only on the video, but like, what, what would you say makes it out of left field? I think it's just kind of like the kookiness of some of the animation and how it's presented. Um, I like from, again, it's only from watching the Sins video, but some of it seems to be a bit more um, it's like even the opening bit, the way some of like the stuff is scribbled on the screen. I can't picture any of it now, but it just Encanto felt a little bit paint by numbers, and this feels a little bit, um, a little bit more imaginative, perhaps. But that's going to be a lot of Lord and Miller as well, where they're they're a bit more fourth wall breaky and and just in general tend to be a little bit more original. Um, in terms of the sins, I loved opening it with a ha ha. I bet you're wondering how this sin got here. Well, it all started when the movie did the same thing, and it does a <laughs> wondering how you got here. But it's probably my all-time most irritating movie trope is the 15 days earlier and then you go back to the middle of the film at some point it's it's so frustrating you end up just waiting to get back to that point and it just seems to stall the momentum and it's just a lazy way of getting some excitement in the movie when just open your movie where you're going to open your movie for sure having 23 tabs open when you aren't actively writing a sin script i felt that in fact Sometimes I'll have like two different browsers open because I'll be logged into two different Chrome profiles, <laughs> but some have access to different things. So I'll have like twenty browsers on two different twenty tabs on two different browsers. Um, God, yeah. that makes me just that makes me anxious just thinking about <laughs> just having tabs open. I have, I always once I'm done I close it. I I usually have four or five open because of like I have to have YouTube open and mm-hmm. I usually have the IMDb page open. Mm-hmm. Um, and then sometimes I have like Gmail and Slack open in case someone's trying to get a hold of me. But uh, whenever I do research, I immediately close that tab once I'm done because I'm weird. So I'm right there with you, Jonathan. Right, right there with you. <laughs> I like collect them. I just keep them all over. Maybe I need to go back to 
how do alligators swim in flood water? You never know. I may need that to have open. It's still a bookmark, Ian. It's a bookmark. Were you on the show then when Ian, when Aaron did the, he pulled open all the tabs for like all the videos, like how he prepares for BTS? Oh no, I don't. So like I everything started doing every, you know, started oh, doing the bong, no, bong, bong. Yes, it went bong, 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 because he oh doesn't stop God. playing, man. Yeah, terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. Uh, Daniel. I love the movie. No, no. I, I just said I didn't watch it. Yeah. I think I would love this movie. I think yeah. I would. I had I, I had seen uh, I'd I'd heard about it. Um, it was kind of the the weird thing about the weird thing about this movie is that like I hadn't heard about it up until like a point, and it was like well after like everyone had watched it already, and mm-hmm. then like I, I got a random recommendation for like a a movie trailer or something and then it was this movie and i was like oh this looks interesting and then like i looked at the views it's like 20 30 million views on on the trailer alone <laughs> and then like i looked up all the ratings and like people loved it and like i had i don't know how i got like boxed out of like the <laughs> the circled influence of this film but yeah like i had knew nothing about it until maybe just like a month or two ago so it was the, very the strange marketing specifically said make sure this guy doesn't get any material about this movie he is not gonna watch it yeah no i was dodging that like bullets in the matrix yeah. <laughs> uh, the sins i like um this michigan license plate doesn't have the pure michigan slogan at the top of it which has been standard for a while although the bumper stickers all over the back are certainly pure michigan so the sin either way is ohio and uh <laughs> yeah i just always enjoy those uh i have a friend in ohio that i constantly send those ohio memes to like just nice so um, I get a kick out of that. Also, tell me Aaron Dicer wrote a sin without telling me Aaron Dicer wrote a sin. It was, if it's mentioning Michigan, Dicer wrote it. Especially if it's in a positive way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I forget what script it was, but I like I wrote in, in Ohio. I wrote a, a sin basically shitting on Ohio and everyone thought Dicer wrote it. And, and I didn't I didn't know why I had to ask him. I was like, why does it? Yeah. No one no one thinks I'm capable of this. Like I got offended. You're better than that, Daniel. <laughs> it's all in love. I don't want to anger anyone that is listening that might be in Ohio. We, I, I've been to your state a few times and always enjoyed myself. Thank you. But fuck Delaware. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm not going to touch that one because we're, we're all going to get canceled for hating on Delaware somehow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Delaware state Delaware crew, legislature yeah. is going to come down on us. Because they have nothing else to do because they're running Delaware. So. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the One of the other sins, like, uh, one is, like, the, the AI is, like, it's time to tear the Mitchell family apart. And then she seems much too fixated on this family. Her goal is to rid Earth of humanity, and she's completely 99%, completed 99% of that goal. This is like getting to the top of Mount Everest, but not feeling like you've accomplished anything. Do you stand up on your tippy toes there? Is that the worst analogy I've ever made? I think it might be. Um, yeah, it, it just, it's just seen, it felt like a, like a pretty good criticism of the movie. And then I'm curious, but always enjoy when like the sins are uh, self-referential and well, I don't, there's a word for it, but, uh, I'm meta. Yes. There you go. And at, at the end there, the movie, the, where they showed like the picture of like an actual family. I thought that that was super weird. Cause I have no idea who. I have no idea who this, who that family was, but, uh, and then like the baby is, or the dog from the movie is like morphs into like the, the child, like the baby in the, in the family. 
and I think it's Lord or Miller's family. I think it's one of them. Okay, interesting. I think I remember reading that somewhere, but again, this coming from the guy who hasn't seen the movie. So yeah, we're gonna give you a lot of great uh, facts about a lot of facts. Uh-huh. And like that kid is gonna be like pissed about that at at a certain point in like growing up. And it's gonna be like he made me the dog. He made me the dog. <laughs> Which is why it kind of makes sense that it might be one of the writers that mm. did it. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, Jonathan, give us your detailed analysis of Mitchell versus the machine. I'll tell you, I'm surprised I have. Well, so this came out like this is like this was like a couple months after the pandemic started. Right. It was that because yeah. this was going to be a theatrical release. And I think Netflix made that deal with Sony and then they decided to just release it on Netflix. Um, I guess I don't because I don't even think theaters were back open at that point. No, I don't I think, think so. Because I want to say it was like that April or May. Uh, but so my daughter, because she couldn't go like hang out with her friends, they would do a lot of uh, they would do a lot of Netflix, like watch parties and stuff. Mm-hmm. So she watched this. with So a lot of movies I would have watched with her. She was watching with her friends. And so I just never got around to it. And this was just one of them. I, I hate that I've missed it, though. I've I've heard so many great things about it. Um, but um, and uh, including my daughter really liked it. But I just mm-hmm. haven't. I don't know. It's also an like I, not that I, this isn't going to stop me from watching it, but I will say an animated movie that's like almost two hours kind of throws me off a little bit. It's strange, isn't it? Because they're usually a tight ninety. But yeah, you know, it's like animated one. movies and like horror movies when they're over like ninety five minutes or like <laughs> like like a hundred minutes. I'm always you gotta like, be this good. Is, I don't know. I don't know about this one. But <laughs> getting uh, ideas above their station. But obviously, because people are gonna like say there's this and that. Yeah, there's obviously exceptions to mm. that rule. But that does at least give me pause. Because you think like, oh, this will just be like 80 minutes. I'll go watch. And then you realize it's like 30 more minutes than that. And you're like, oh, I don't have time to watch that. Never mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as the sends, what kind of donut shop also sells lottery tickets at a school crossing? <laughs> yes. I really like. <laughs> uh, oh, and then the whole thing about like the, they showed YouTube, but then they started doing PAL video instead. So weird, isn't it? And then there's that send where it's like, what if the Mitchells had paid for a PAL video premium? How would we ever know what was going on then? Because they wouldn't have gotten the news. <laughs> Uh, the hiding the nakedness from the from the camera, oh, the non-existing camera good. instead of the neighbors. That's so great. Yeah, those neighbors were just seeing a lot of ass. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then have we mentioned the fabled lost city of Nids yet? I thought that was really oh, or I had that on my notes. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> Gnid, the reverse ding, very cool. But uh, yeah, I, I I need to watch this movie, and and I don't think like the I was concerned because I was going to try to watch it before, and I just didn't have time this week because I've had to do a bunch of stuff to get ready to go out of town, but um. I don't think that video ruined me from like, because it actually made no. me want to see it a little more, I think. Yeah. So. There's kind of an interesting story. Well, I don't know if it's an interesting story, but like, I guess this was playing, it was a, a Sony Sony Pictures, Sony Animation uh, film mm-hmm. that got pushed from uh, from its theatrical release by COVID. And then, I don't know, they, I guess they sold the distribution rights to Netflix. Well, Netflix made a deal with Sony because Sony doesn't have their own platform. Like they're one of the, I think they're the only big studio that doesn't have, that doesn't have their own streaming platform. So they made a deal with Netflix and I think they have a deal with other people too. But I just remember around that time there was something and then they just decided they might've already decided to release it straight to streaming before the pandemic. I'm not Mm -hmm. sure, but I know it was something around that time. So okay mm-hmm. interesting well the takeaway from that is we should all go and watch um, mitchell versus the machines um okay let's head into the comment section 
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. I appreciate your honesty. You're a real straight shooter. You are the ones who are the ball lickers. We'll each pick a comment from last week's content from the various places you reach out. Discord, YouTube, Reddit, or the CSPN YouTube channel network um, place. Uh, Daniel, you first. I had a a couple, but I I found one at the last minute that seems to have trumped them all. So uh, we're going to go with that. It is from... Uh, I think this was I think this was Umbrella Academy. I'm okay. pretty sure. So see if there's any context clues. The um, the comment is: Did the sin guy just just start taking a shit mid sin? If so, well played. <laughs> I commend your boldness. But it was in response to the sin was when uh, the narrator's going, mm-hmm. but not this or this, and it's like mm-hmm. um, making uh, grunting noises. Yeah, and uh, that was Umbrella Academy. Yeah, <laughs> and I was wondering if there do we have like a backstory on on what the narrator might have actually been doing? Uh, Danae wrote the sin, so <laughs> so no, we don't have the backstory for that. <laughs> but enough. like it, knowing knowing Danae's brain, I would imagine it was hey Aaron Grunt, just do do some grunts, <laughs> and I imagine he had some hand signals that were going all over the place. <laughs> Amazing, fair enough. But yeah, it did. <laughs> for a second i thought that i was like this i don't know if this is landing quite or maybe that was the intention <laughs> and i was like i don't know but then like someone nope. confirmed that it might sound like that in the comments it could do i mean we may never know uh jonathan uh we kind of talked about this a little bit with the runtime for batman how the video was kind of making fun of the how long kept changing how long it was mm. so i really like this comment uh from, from that video as you know i actually like the fact that the movie was eight hours long I mean, I get that some people might get bored or lose focus or want to go to the bathroom sometime in that nine-hour period. But I thought it was good for the pacing of the story, and I had a good 10 hours to spare that weekend, so why not? If anything, I think most studios should be willing to commit to 11-hour runtimes. I love it. That was really, really great. Could have been the same. Um, I've got two. Um, one, the first one's from Rick and Morty, um, from Singing Melo. Singing Meloetta, which I wonder if that's a Star Trek reference, because in Gambit, um, Worf requests a Klingon opera song, which was "Do you know Melota?" And if that's a TNG reference, awesome, well done. Um, I don't, I don't, 
I don't. I think you're the only person that remembers anything from Gambit, so I could be wrong. Hey, Gambit is a perfectly fine two part. No, I remember Gambit being good, but I just <laughs> I haven't seen it in 20 years, so it's like I don't know. Yeah, I keep going. It's back a two parter, right? It's a two parter. Yeah, it's a random yeah, seven season. It's like season pirates seven. take over the Enterprise yeah, or something. That's it. Yeah. And Picard becomes a pirate, basically. Anyway, that the the actual um, comment was: I'm so glad you guys haven't seen Fairly Odd Parents, especially the pilot episode. As I see, it was a fun time. And I feel like there was some reverse psychology going there. As in, I'm so glad you haven't seen this thing. I think you should see it. Um, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe one day we'll send Fairly Odd Parents. I do love that. Um, and then my other one was from M. Forrest from the Umbrella Academy. Um, whenever I comment on TV sins, I don't have anything good to say. Potato salad. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yes, with that, let's head into nitpicking the nitpickers of the nitpickers. But we wouldn't want to nitpick, right, Danny? Pick a little, talk a little, pick a little, talk a little, cheap, 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 talk a lot, pick a little more. Um, actually. Oops. What do you mean, oops? Missed it by that much. Am I just going to nitpick everyone until they leave me? I take a look at some um, actuallys from the comments, and we decide together if the commenter was green, yellow, or red. Um, I've actually only got one this week, which means we must have got everything right. Well I done, guess so. team. Yeah. Well done. We got all of the things correct. Because <coughs> um, Ian it, wasn't writing on anything. <laughs> you know what? You are absolutely correct. I didn't write on a thing this week, which is why it's all factually accurate. Uh, I quit. So this was from the Batman. And the sin was, um, I mean, taking your phone with you when you go out and break into places seems like not a smart idea. And I think I've just realized that this isn't even... I think this person is agreeing with us. Um, <laughs> I think the sin was vaguely like, why wouldn't you take your phone out with you? And then the commenter is like, hey, detective, um, these high-end burglaries seem like they all might have been done by the same person. So we trace the phone. Um, and the tech guy is like, no, nobody would be stupid enough to do that. And nope, looks like Selena had her phone on her the entire time. It was her that did all of the burg all of the robberies and they trace her by using the phone. So I think they're saying, it makes sense to not have your phone with you because that could be traced by the police. Yeah, there, but there are ways to turn your location services off and stuff, right? But is, but I guess if there's high enough tech, it can still figure out some Ping way. the cell phone tower. Um, oh, okay. You can just like put it on airplane mode, I guess, and then turn it back on when you need it. Um, what do you think, Daniel? If you were robbing banks, would you bring your phone with you? <laughs> Multiple different banks, would you bring a... A mobile telephone device with you? No, no, not at all. I, th I think that's a. I think it's a bad idea. I think that uh, if you've watched like the any of the Bourne movies, like you you should break <laughs> that thing in half and throw it in a river before you do anything <laughs> illegal. Yeah, snap the SIM card. In that last Terminator movie, Linda Hamilton was carrying it around in a bag of potato chips. I remember. Yeah, that worked. <laughs> Man, that was really weird, wasn't it? That did work. I would like to know about if that like is based on real science or if they just made that up. No, there, there is something about. <laughs> I'm just gonna say no. It isn't. I, I don't think it is, but there is there is like some. I don't know. There is something about. I can't remember why it's specifically like potato chips that somebody knows, but yeah, I don't know that it's factual. But there are like I guess at least theories. I don't know. Now I it's crazy. I brought that up. All, all I know about that is that signs tells me that tinfoil hats work. Why I always wear one. Okay, with that, let's head into, and I'm so glad I get to do this intro, the Sinpository. History became legend. The past is past. Let's look at some statistics. To the library! Careful, Chief. You dig up the past, all you get is dirty. We insert ourselves into the Sins Repository, or Sinspository, if you will, as Jonathan probes the annals of Sins history. 
for a video we can reassess in both individual parts and the whole. Jonathan. So this week, uh, we are talking about uh, the Transformers, the movie. Mm -hmm. uh, this is not the live action Michael Bay stuff. This is the Transformers movie, the animated movie that came out in 1986. Mm -hmm. um, animation in the 80s was weird. Uh, I think it's I think it's interesting. I mean, not weird like they were trying new things, but it was just animate animated movies did not do that well uh, in the 80s. It was really when Disney kind of had their new runners, like they kind of came back after Little Mermaid was 89, but then throughout the 90s, you had Disney making these big hit movies. Um, but that wasn't happening in the 80s. Uh, in fact, Disney, weirdly, that's the thing I think is so funny about people that have only grown up thinking Disney is like this big juggernaut. Yeah, it didn't used to be. Uh, right. It was it was on its last leg in the 80s, uh, making terrible live action movies that felt like they were from the 1960s and mm -hmm. uh, making animated movies that no one cared about, like Oliver and Company. And not saying that all these movies aren't bad. But I'm not saying the movies are bad, but I'm just saying they weren't huge hits. They weren't anything like they are today. And we definitely no. didn't have like five big studio animation, you know, companies making all these all these crazy movies. So uh, Hasbro decided to get involved in making a movie for the trans based on the Transformers because it was very popular. This was two years after it had premiered. Um, so this was like this movie came out after like the second season. Oh, wow. That's um, super early. That's way yeah, earlier yeah. than I thought. Yeah, it's kind of like the Batman movie from the 60s where that came out mm. like after like they filmed that after the first season of the show. It kind of reminded me of that. Yeah. Um, I was not a Transformers kid. I don't know if either of you were. I, I don't know I where was. Transformers were when you guys were kids. Uh, so mine was I was like, a kid when they first came out in 84. Mine was like so. hyper-saturation where everything had to be... We were like the third generation. So you had like yeah. the the animal Transformers, the like alien Transformers. Like everything had to have like a different tie-in like the Power Rangers series. Um. So that's, but I just had the toys. I had so many Transformers toys. I loved together and pulling them apart. Loved it. Yeah. Did Were you a Transformers guy, Daniel? Uh, I had a phase. I remember there was a, I don't remember which show it was, but there was a show that would come on like before school, like every day. And I remember like watching that and I, I feel like they were like dinosaurs. But, um, yeah. Yeah. So I, I remember watching that for a while. Um, I never saw this movie at all. And um, yeah, beyond that phase, I wasn't really into the toys. I thought I, I was always kind of pissed at the toys because like I was really into cars and like planes and stuff. But like so like everything would transform, but like the pieces wouldn't always stick, like stay in place necessarily mm -hmm. after you like played with it for a while. So then you, you ended up with a car that didn't really work well as a car or like a plane that didn't really work well as a plane anymore. And like a, an action figure that it was clunky to say the least. Yeah. And so I, I wasn't really into the toys or the, or the films. And then by the time like the transformers, like live action movies came out, then I was, I've, I didn't care anymore. Um, gotcha. Yeah, I just, mm -hmm. I don't know. I never really got into I had a lot of friends that collected them and loved them. And so I would play with them sometimes, but I just don't remember having a lot on my own. I was more like He-Man and uh, Thundercats was another one I really mm -hmm. liked when I was a kid. So I kind of got more into the fantasy swords and stuff, which is weird because that's like something I don't really watch that much of anymore. But as a kid, I guess that just drew me in more because I didn't watch G.I. Joe either. I didn't really, I didn't have any kind of, a pre I didn't have any kind of like uh, interest in that either 
but mm-hmm. I but I still knew a lot about it because like everyone was playing with GI Joe uh, in the in the mid '80s. So, but uh, I did see this movie, but I didn't see it till I was an adult. I didn't see it when it came out. So this is a really weird movie to watch for the first time as an adult. Um, so this came out on August 6th, 1986. It was just two years, like I said, after the series premiere. Uh, directed by Nelson Shin. He was also a producer uh, on the on the series. Uh, what's weird about this movie is that it. And it was purposeful doing this. It kills off a lot of the main characters. Like mm. that was the thing at the time. I I don't recall because I didn't watch it. I don't recall. But but what I was reading about it, there were kids just screaming and crying when Optimus yeah. Prime dies in the of theater. Course. But they what the idea was Hasbro was like we'll kill off all these and then we'll create new toys and that'll be a whole new line and so we'll make even more money. But people didn't want the new stuff. They wanted Optimus Prime back. So. What? What's so fun? <laughs> so that they were just like, we'll kill them and then give them new ones. <laughs> I read like, a quote from somebody from Hasbro. It was just like, we had no idea this would upset. I mean, they're toys. You know, <laughs> it was just, it was like, so it has, has just no idea. And I think also you have to understand, I mean, movies weren't really made for kids for a long time. Like they mm. would make some movies that would appeal to kids, but like what are called family movies, quote unquote, in the eighties is so oh, different than family movies no. now. Yeah. Um. So kids weren't really something that was really, they, so I, I just have a feeling this was an old guy, you know, that was just like, just thought, didn't understand the connection that uh, kids could have with these characters. And so, mm. They just assumed it would be fine and they would be happy. They had new toys to play with, but they were like, no, we want the old stuff. So uh, that, that is where original creativity died with the Transformers, the movie. It's like, well, if kids don't want new things, we're just going to rehash the old stuff. Blame the Transformers, the movie. Yeah. Uh, and Optimus Prime obviously was brought back. And I think some of the other ones were too. Of so uh, this was the final film featuring Orson Welles, which is really it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. He voices... Uh, Unicron and apparently his voice because he was already sick his voice was so weak they had to do a bunch of stuff like Mm -hmm. post recording to make it even sound like where people could understand it uh the the soundtrack for the movie is pretty popular too especially at the time it had some like Weird Al's Yankovic's Dare to be Stupid's on there uh this song called The Touch which was kind of popular around that time which was actually supposed to be in a Stallone movie uh called Cobra but they ended up using it in this instead. Um, and there's even a there's even a glam metal uh, cover of the Transformers theme song uh, by this group called Lion. And I actually because know who they are. But the only reason I know who they are is because they did the song called "Love Is a Lie," which is off, which is in Friday the Thirteenth, the final chapter. So oh, that I, makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> that's how I knew that song. Yeah, it's nice. like, oh, it's a horror thing. Okay, Jonathan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this movie was not a hit, nor should it be, because it's not a very good movie. Although. <laughs> It's developed a cult following, and a lot of people will say it's better than the Michael Bay movies. It might be. I mean, that that actually might be fair. Yeah, but that's but, like saying it's better than having yeah. a hernia. Like, that's exactly. not... <laughs> the first... I, I don't think I've seen the last couple of Transformer movies. The first the first one I remember having moments I like. The first one's fine. It's perfectly it's still fine. Got Everything a lot else of is garbage. Michael Bay things in it that irritate me. Uh, and Bump, Bumblebee, I know, was popular. I thought Bumblebee was okay. I didn't really get why people were just head over like we're like oh hey we finally have like a really good transformers movie and i was like do we well it's comparative isn't it like compared to like the last night or whatever that last um transformers movie was it's yeah probably is a masterpiece yeah were they apparently i i've kind of always been morbidly curious about that movie because i know they tie in like king arthur with the transformers which i find fascinating 
but I'm sure it's terrible. Just an excuse to give Optimus Prime a big sword. But those movies are hits for the most part. I don't think Last Night oh, was yeah. a big hit, but the other ones are. This movie was not a hit. On its opening weekend, it finished in 14th place. Oh. Uh, it was behind About Last Night, which, for a comparison, had been in theaters for five weeks at that point. Oh, it even, no. Yeah. Has, Hasbro lost an estimated $10 million that year because they also had a film based on My Little Pony, and uh, mm. neither one of those movies obviously did well. Uh, it finished 99. Did they kill a pony? <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't know. I didn't look into that one. I didn't have to, but... Uh, I remember it coming out. Man, I'm telling you, man, there were so many weird animated movies in the 80s. Like, so much just... Uh, I mean, a lot of it was IP. Some of it was IP, but it was just... I don't know. People people just clearly didn't know. No. There are really, really good animated movies that come out of the 80s. Don't get me man, wrong. Man, I just... Uh, I want to see that movie where My Little Pony character just yeah. gets slaughtered left, right, and center. No kidding. <laughs> that, no, let's, let's make that. Uh, but it finished 99th at the box office. Transformers did. It made 5.8 million, and the budget was around six, so it didn't make it didn't make its money back. No. Uh, it finished right in between Highlander and The Hitcher, which are two much better movies. Uh, and also, little My Little Pony, bringing that up again, it was 97th uh, at the at the box office. So yeah, uh, this originally aired on the CinemaSins channel on June 20th of 2017. That was the week Transformers: The Last Night was released. So mm-hmm. that was the. Makes sense. That was the tie-in. Uh, it's a little over 20 minutes and uh, 1.9 million views as of today. Uh, a lot of sins about Orson Welles being involved, which makes sense because mm-hmm. it was kind of like the narrator's like, what the fuck? Like when the credit comes up or whatever. Um, so yeah, uh, that was, and you know, and it, it, I thought it was a really funny video, but uh, I will let you guys talk about what you thought, but I will say if, uh, if you guys want to know about stuff like what we're, uh, like the... Uh, if you guys want to read more about stuff like this, we have a newsletter that comes out every week. You can subscribe to it on the website. And that's where on cinemasins.com, that's where I get my, that's how I know what movie we're going to be covering that week, mm-hmm. like from the, from the vault or whatever you want to call it. Uh, and there's a lot of other fun stuff on there. So I highly recommend it's free. I think, I hope I'm saying that right. I can't no, imagine. Yeah, no, the newsletter is free. I don't know if anybody has charged for a newsletter since 1979. <laughs> I know, exactly. <laughs> uh Unless we're like on Substack or something, but yeah. no, this yeah, newsletters free. You just go, I think, put in your email on the website, and it'll you get one every week. It's fun. Emails, how do they work? Yeah, <laughs> Daniel, did no. you see the Sins video? Yes, yes, I did. Did one of the Sins say that this was Orson Welles' like last film? Or well, I was saying that it is Orson. Yeah, it is his last film. Okay. I don't know if a Sins said that. I don't that's, remember, but uh, I th- I thought it did. But that that is that's a wild thing. I had to, <laughs> I looked up that whole sequence with the weird Al Yankovic song. Like you can find mm-hmm. it on YouTube, and that that is just that is a weird song to begin with. But it's mm-hmm. even weirder in the context that they use it. And, oh, and yeah. like I <laughs> I just want to know who who thought of that. Yeah, yeah. Like I should look up who like the music supervisor was or something. And yeah, he's like, hey, you know what would be what great in this scene? <laughs> There's nothing to lose, is there? It's just, I guess we'll just throw it at the wall because no one's going to see it. That was my favorite movie. thing when I was a kid, though, because I was such a huge, I still am a huge Weird Al Yankovic fan, but that was like, oh, wow, his song's in this movie, yeah. you know? Although now if you get excited about somebody's song in a movie, you are uh, you get in trouble because you didn't discover them in a, in a better way. <laughs> oh, I knew because about them. Because everyone and... has to be an asshole about everything. Uh-huh. So. Yeah. Oh, well, they've sold out now. Their, their first two albums are really the best. Yeah, you should have been listening to Kate Bush. I, I know you're only five, but you should be listening to Kate Bush oh, already. Oh, man. Just let people like what they like. I didn't <laughs> Amazing. know. Amazing. Yeah, I didn't know that song. Uh, I didn't... Uh... 
I heard the placebo the Kate Bush song or the Weird Al song. The uh, Kate Bush. I heard the placebo version running up the hill first. Mm-hmm. Nice. So I, I I honestly didn't know it was a a cover till it was in the two thousand sometimes, but it was it, like it was well get long out. after. Get off the show. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. No, I I really like this song. I, so there's a band called Cracker. That's probably what they're more. But the same, the lead singer he also had a band called Camper Van Beethoven. And they, this is like in the 80s, they did the song Pictures of Matchstick Men. And it's like always been one of my favorite songs. I just found out like eight or nine years ago that was a cover. I had no idea it was a cover. And it was a cover from a song like in the 60s or something. Amazing. Or 70s. And I was like, wow, it's it's crazy sometimes how you don't know. And I'm sure people on Twitter would call me a horrible person because of that. So they would be correct. <laughs> <laughs> Answer my own question here. It really doesn't pay me that this was Orson Welles' last performance, since I'm sure he was paid well, but the fact that his heavily processed voice is coming out of an animated robotic space butthole makes me view Touch of Evil <laughs> <laughs> through a slightly different lens. <laughs> oh, that's so good. And then, and then the other one was this, uh, that uh, Dare to be Stupid was playing, was like, they did a short lead in with the song and then it just says weird. I Yankovic would be amazing at cinema sins just because yeah. <laughs> it was just like this movie is daring to be stupid as right you now. would. Oh man. If we could, uh, could do a team up with weird Al Yankovic, that would be incredible. I mean, his film's coming out. We should do, we should send VHS or U- UHC. UHF? UHF. UHF. He's <laughs> talking about the, bi- talking about the biopic, right? You're talking about the Daniel Radcliffe yeah, is playing them. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's coming here at least. It's it's coming, it's gonna be on Roku TV, which is a free ad service. It's the Oh well, it's, it's just that's movies it. Are, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's gonna be in theaters at all. That's I know it's so gonna be strange. But maybe in England it'll be in theaters. I I don't know. Oh I, I mean I he's we know him, but he's not he's not like America big. And that's going to do it for Behind the Scenes this week. Don't forget to make sure you are subscribed and go ahead and leave a comment or rating as well. Got anything you want to send us? Mail it to PO Box 881 Republic, Missouri 65738. Hang out with us on Twitter. We're at Witsind. We are at Sam Loomis 13. And Daniel is the only one smart enough to not have Twitter. <laughs> so for Jonathan Watkins, DC Comics, Potato Salad and myself, we will see you next week. Happy National Handshake Day. Thanks for listening. Send any feedback to bts at cinemasins.com and be sure to subscribe, rate, and comment. Find more ways to connect by visiting cinemasins.com slash bts. Hello. What up? And welcome to Behind Behind the Sins, everybody. There's no Aaron. Let's press all the buttons. How are you doing, guys? Are you talking to us or the audience? <laughs> well, I mean... <laughs> Considering this is a podcast recording, I'm going to talk to the people that have microphones in front of them. Right, have I got the right banner on for us? Oh, wow, my internet just tanked. Okay, if you suddenly lose me, do not worry. Um, That'll be fine. My internet just decided to disappear. Is this the right one? No, I don't want to dominate the screen. No? Yeah, you got the right banner. That'll do it. Boom. Banners. How do they work? (laughs) was that that who was that was that insane clown posse is that right magnets how do they work what a what a what an interesting band yeah the um the juggalos what are they are they juggalos Juggalos? Juggalos. are those the fans yeah that's the the name of the the fan group daniel were you ever a were you ever a juggalo juggalo? no no i don't think i was either daniel cardoso american juggalo like I feel like when they hit a when they, that fan base started, I think I was on average quite a bit, or at least a little bit older than most fans. But then they've grown up, and now they're all like you know in their thirties or like when huh? were they like super popular? 
or like really well, I don't know. They're, they're weird. They're kind of like Grateful Dead, where I don't know mainstream wise they've ever been super popular, but they have a huge following. Like I don't think they ever like maybe they've had a Billboard hit. Maybe I don't know. I know they did a the, they did a cover of a Let's Go All the Way, whatever that song is. I remember. I think that had a music video that was kind of popular, but. I think they're kind of in the vein of Grateful Dead. Fish is another good example of that. The music is very different. I'd like to music is very different than those. <laughs> but as far as like as far as like the pop, how popular they are, but your average person has probably never. I mean, your like your person that just listens to like top forty yeah. radio or whatever, they have probably never heard a single song by you know. I feel like they... Grateful Dead might have been more. Grateful Dead might have sold more records than I think they did, but I, I feel like I feel like they were kind of like that too. But I could be wrong. Early history, 1985 to 1994. Joseph Bruce, wow. Violent J, and Joseph Utzler, wow. Shaggy Two Dope, met in Oak Park, a suburb in the north border north border of Detroit, Michigan. Uh, so they formed the band in 1989. Um, yes, and they are there, there's been oh, a feud then. with Eminem in the late 90s. Oh. Um, it looks like they're who still going. Yeah, I, I think we know who came out on top of that one. Um, man, they have like different eras. It's so weird. Bizarre and bizarre era. The wrath. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a thing, man. People. Yeah, I, I've had friends that have really been into them. And it looks like any like musician that's going. been around for like decades. Like once the history, they have, yeah, some yeah, following yeah. probably. Well, then like the people tend to break down their career to eras. Mm. Because I mean, if the sounds change, unless they've been yeah. playing like the same sounding music or whatever, for they seem to have like they seem to have a different era every year. Like it's like 1997 to 1998, the Clown Nose era, um, the Wrath of Khan era. It's very strange, very very strange. They have an era called Wrath of Khan. It's I just came out of the thing, but it said the Wrath of Shangri La era. I was oh. like, what a specific? God, I'm sure that wasn't That's problematic. Just um, I don't know. They're interesting. And they know they don't know how magnets work. In, so. Indeed, I keep hearing really good things about the Time Traveler's Wife on HBO Max, and I just Stephen Moffat is doing that. I didn't know that. I trust Stephen Moffat. Yeah. Yeah, Sherlock and Doctor Who. And... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just always have to ask why. I don't know. I guess if it's good, it's good. But um, the movie didn't why do they're adapting a novel. Yeah, why that? Well, why he's doing it as well? Like, why isn't he doing? Some like yeah, original about stuff. It interested him. Yeah, well, maybe it's really good. Well, I mean, if Sherlock and Doctor Who aren't exactly original stuff. No, like that's what I mean. Involved. Like in general, like he's really, really great, but he doesn't seem to do original that's all things. All you can do now, man, it's all IP. Mm. Nobody's doing anything else. Everything I've heard from writers is you write a, you write an original script just so you can get hired to write something that a studio has bought the rights to. Wow. And then they'll just bury your. They'll just keep. They'll, you know, maybe cynical but probably true <laughs> i mean i've heard several writers say that on podcasts and stuff like it's mm-hmm. it's genuinely what they're doing now uh, wild people are showing their original screenplay just so they can get hired to write like sonic the hedgehog or <laughs> did you either you guys listen to and there's no judgment here did you listen to the show last week no no i didn't okay i had so much to do no, this that's week. good that actually helps no 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 that that helps so we and i'm not gonna let this go we had a discussion about plane tickets and how i i when i came back to england from america there was a guy that wasn't allowed on the flight because he checked in too late did you guys know that was a thing 
Well, it depends. I mean, if the if if they're like ready for takeoff or whatever, I I think that no, but it's as in they sometime... they gave up. Like we hadn't even started boarding the plane yet, but all of the, oh. they oversold the 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 seats. I've heard of overselling planes. I've never had an issue with this. I don't know how that's legal. I, just, I don't know how that's legal. How can I, I be I don't, know, I don't know the reasoning behind I it. I don't know enough about it. I bought a ticket for Did this Did you flight. look it up? I should get on it. No, Aaron was just like, yep, this is 100% a thing. This is on him for not checking in on time. I know, like, fuck you, dude. That's no. Well, it says they do it to compensate for no shows, but like, God, people just don't show up. For, I mean, I guess if you get sick or something, I mean, but. I mean, the only, there is a time I haven't shown up for a flight. And that's because it was cheaper to buy a return flight than it was a single flight. And the return ticket wasn't when I needed to be home. So I was like, well, fine, but I'm not going to be on that flight. I was like, yeah, well, it's still cheaper. It says most of the time they correctly predict the no-shows. So I guess when that person didn't check in, they assumed he was a no-show, so they marked him off. Yeah, and then... he was furious. Like, un- understandably. Oh, well, I mean, he like, has every right to be. Man, I just, I don't know. But they, all, they set those regulations. I mean, I just don't know how many people know that. <sighs> this guy definitely didn't. <laughs> you guys did Under Siege, right? The two of you. Yeah, I mean, Daniel did that one. Yeah. That was fun. I like that movie. That was so good. I remember I saw that movie with this girl uh, I was dating at the time. I was like, I was only like 16, so whatever, whatever you call that. I guess we were technically dating, but uh, we went and saw the movie together. Kids. And there's that scene early on where it's like footage of George Bush. Uh, and this mm. was when George Bush yes. was president. Yeah, was when it yeah, came yeah. out. And uh, I remember she got mad. She's like, I can't believe he would take the time to, to be in a movie. I'm like, yeah, that's... <laughs> They just pulled. That's footage <laughs> from something else, oh, and no. I never went on a date with her again. You judgmental no. asshole. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I absolutely dated her. And then married her. Uh, no, no. No. Guys, I have to insist that you watch Triple R. You just, you need to do it. I, I will. Man, it's, it's the, I, I haven't felt like it's, what an, it's it will f- it's a feeling like it's so crazy the roller coaster this movie takes you on it's i started off like thinking this is so so bad but then immediately switched into this is the best thing i've ever seen it's so so good and That's ridiculous funny. and great um is it a is it's it bizarre. is it an india movie is it a movie from india it is yeah like they have this big preamble at the beginning explaining like in detail that all of these events are fictional etc but also the religion, the dances, the places, even though they name Delhi, they, they say that all of the places are fictional. This doesn't take place in India. These are not Indian people. This is nothing to do with the religion. The songs are made up. The dances are made up. Like They go through such extent to say, please don't take offense at any of this. We are having a good time. And that's not at the that's end fine. of the movie. That is before the movie starts. There's four minutes of credits huh. and text and explanations before the movie even starts wow we'd have a hundred cents before the movie started but it's I, what i've heard is that in netflix if you watch it in the foreign language it's hindi which is not the original language the film was shot in which is weird i don't know why netflix doesn't have like the original language but uh it's like apparent the only options are hindi or you can watch it dubbed the most distracting thing in the movie is um is the dubbing so even the english actors that are speaking english are dubbed with other english speaking people so oh so you did watch the english version yeah i watched the english version yeah um because i thought well if both versions are if both versions are dubbed why not there's no point because there's still like hindi in it that has subtitles at certain parts it's not all dubbed um only the english speaking parts are dubbed but even the english actors aren't english they're saying English words because the lips 
matchup, but it's a different voice. It's so peculiar. So, so strange. I still, man, I just wish they would still do it. Like, I love, like, the 70s Italian, well, even some of the 80s, where you'd have, like, in these, like, Italian, like, giallos and stuff in horror movies, you'd have actors from all over the world, mm. and they would have them each just speak their own language, and then they would dumb <laughs> That's all of wild. How, like, how can you act like that? I don't know, but it's crazy, and I think because of that, though, you just get some really interesting, mm. like, like, scenes between actors, because you'll have, like, a German actor and an American actor, and you know that don't know english or german yeah if you're only learning your own lines as well and you don't really know like I just, how to like react that's so weird and then on top of that you've got somebody directing like dario argento or mario baba or something who's just kind of out of their mind anyway so it's just i, I love those types of I, know, I wish they still did that interesting thing that i don't always get to see so i'm using aaron's prep sheet um which i only get to use only really look at only have the need to look at when when i'm hosting and he has he the way he now spells my name is W H I capital T T I N G capital T O N so that he knows where to put the pronunciation on my name. That's funny. Thank you. Whittington. Whittington, not Whittington. There's no D's in my name. Whittington. Yes. Please say my name in all of the different ways. <laughs> all of the I different. Feel like accents. my accent has got to just work more directly with British accents. I feel like. I mean, geographically, you're closer enunciate in a mm. Connecticut. Do you always does everybody just call you Daniel or do you do you have like uh do people call you Dan or Danny or uh I think I you know I stopped paying attention after a while. Um <laughs> I think Danny. mostly Dan outside of my family. Um within my family I th- there's few people that do I go by Danny, but there's actually another Daniel in my family so it, nice. it can be confusing. Oh, which one has oh, dominance? Sure. Which one gets to keep their preferred name and which one gets nicknamed? Well, he's older, so I think that he's he's won it by seniority. Just by being yeah. born earlier. Oh, I hate that. And I think he's he's the cooler one, to be perfect. <laughs> nope, not possible. <laughs> I wonder if Dan is like its own name now, like John is. Like, I wonder if people just name their kids Dan or if it's always Daniel. Because there's a lot of Johns that obviously are not Jonathan. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they were just named John. Yeah, I've never, um, I've never heard of anyone that that. I don't think there is, but I, was just, I don't know. I was just thinking about it. We also both have the where you could put a Y on the end too, because I've got the Johnny and mm-hmm. Danny. I don't mm-hmm. know nicknames. What, how do how do they work? Nicknames. <laughs> nicknames. How do they work? We've got some suggestions in the chat. We have Cardi D. <laughs> I don't know if you want that one. Uh, Big Danny C, <laughs> which doesn't seem very. <laughs> I like that one quite a lot. Um. Yep, that's it. It's just the two that you have to choose from. It's a Cardi D or Big Danny Cardi C. D. Oh, it's Daniel Month on on uh, Discord. Oh yeah, some of those are month. great. Some of those are really great. Um, I know. I've seen. I did. They did Chris Month one year. I remember. So that's fun. Each of us have our own month. We do. I did not. I was not aware of this. Yeah. So, oh, let's bring some I mean, up and. Yeah, I love Discord, but I mean, I love the I love how everybody gets on there and does their thing. But I just I get so overwhelmed. When there's, I there's a lot to keep up with. That, but I I, sure. I have my alerts up, so if somebody like actually alerts me, like note it, like mm-hmm. ats me or whatever, like I'll you know I'll, I'll get I'll get around so to it. So Josh Z, uh, JCD has changed his rather unimaginatively to J Cardo So D. Um, try harder. Um, um, Lollipop shoes has changed theirs to Lolly Cardo shoes. <laughs> D money, that's a good one. I see. D money. Uh-huh. I like that. D money. Does your name not lend itself to like punny names? Really not. I mean, uh, who Daniels? Yeah, Daniels. Knows. I mean, Daniel Tiger. I'm terrible at making ones, puns, so 
Yeah, I'm, me too. You'll find it. I'm not into that. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I was always like either in the front row or the back row because mm. they would go back by, by last name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there, yeah, there'd be like maybe like one or two people and that were in front of me and like everything. And then, yeah, then, but so then I'm like right in front of the teacher's desk because like you're not in a corner <laughs> either because it's yeah. not an A or a Z. Oh no, so that's you the end worst. up like right in the middle. Right in, <laughs> yeah. Oh no, front and center. <laughs> Oh, that's the worst. You really did have it the worst. That sucks. Oh, so I'm January because it's January. Got mm-hmm. it. That's nice. February. Um, yeah. April is Aaron month. May is Demay. Um, December nice. is Christmas. January is January. Um, and they think Jeremy is October, but no one knows why. It's funny. You have four you have four people with birthdays in May, yes. and they picked one of the one of the three that don't. It's amazing. <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> I'm terrible at remembering birthdays. Thank oh, God my wife was born on January 1st. Yeah, I'm the worst. I don't... Shit, what's the date? Oh my God, I just had a panic that I missed my mum's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's the 13th of June or July, and I can never remember which month it is, and if it's June, I'm in trouble, because that was 11 days ago. you would know by now. Well, that's the worst, isn't it? Because I love my mum, and she wouldn't tell me until I remembered like it was a month later and I would say oh no I forgot your birthday then she would say yeah it's okay it's fine I was like you didn't tell me like dad why didn't you tell me that's one of these great about phones though is uh-huh. once you know it you can just put it in your phone and then you'll be alerted yeah so that's I still managed to not do that I somehow. don't know how we did it in the 90s calendars how do they work <laughs> I like think about like having to read a map and like that gives oh, me terrifying. like terrifying sweats terrifying yeah. Like if I, I, and I used to read maps all the time. I mean, I had to, I had a job where I drove around a lot and then, um, uh, and then like, I don't know, just thinking about that now, mm-hmm. like just, like, I don't think I'd remember how to do it. Yeah. No, it's the worst. Yeah. It's the worst. Maps change you as well. But you remember how to get places when you use the map though. Like, yeah, that's true. I feel like with the GPS, if you're following it, then like you go try to recreate that trip. You're just like, oh, I, I, don't, I have no idea. Yeah, my um, my parents have lived in their house for two years now, two and a half years, and I make that journey probably once every couple of weeks. But you're absolutely right, Daniel. I don't know how to get there because I use I use maps every single time. I thought, you know what? I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna have the map up, but I'm not gonna look at it and see if I've remembered. No, I didn't make it like barely off of my own street before having it's to crazy look at how the map you of where get to go. To it. It's so like crazy. if you get to one of those random areas where you have no service, it's like, oh, what do I do oh, I'm now? I'm in trouble. <laughs> I am. I just have to keep driving until it picks up service again. I just hope it's not like Albuquerque. That doesn't happen often, but uh, there's been a couple of random times where we've been like in another state that we were not, we didn't know the area. Oh, I'm in Delaware. That's weird. I didn't know Delaware existed. Um, if they were this bad already, well, <laughs> no one knows where Delaware is. No. People in Pennsylvania don't know where Delaware is. Come on. Delaware's on, like, it's in... The southeast? Is it? Are you being serious? No, right. I don't need to know where Delaware is. I, <laughs> no, you know, I would just know if you were joking. No, I, I honestly I know, don't I know. know. It's, it's northeast. It's northeast. close to Daniel. Okay, okay, good. I don't know how far it is from Daniel, but I know it's in general it's area, a few right? Hours. Yeah. <laughs> Delaware, how does it work? <laughs> so for Jonathan Watkins, Daniel Cardos, Daniel? Did Daniel? I call you Daniel? <laughs> Daniel. Oh, man. Unfortunately, that's going to be your name from now on. Amazing. (laughs) At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, 
innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.